This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm your host, Tim Grimes. If you've been liking this show, then I suggest you take a look at my new book, The Law of Attraction Simplified, because that book really goes into a lot of detail about what we're talking about in all these episodes, and it gives a contextual framework that will deepen your understanding of everything we're discussing. You can find The Law of Attraction Simplified on Amazon, as well as all my other books. And for more information or to ask me a question, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. I think what too often gets lost in this process when we become acclimated with Law of Attraction principles and used to Law of Attraction principles as a guiding light in our life I think what gets lost a lot of the time is the freshness, is the spontaneity of implementing these principles. We get so wound up with certain techniques, certain ways to apply these ideas that we severely limit ourselves for no good reason. This certainly goes for myself and I think it goes for most people. You know, when you hear a great teacher, a great law of attraction teacher like Neville or H. Emily Cady or Emil Kue, when you hear their instructions, it's very moving and very powerful. And you hear their techniques, the specific techniques that they are using, and it's very easy to become convinced that the techniques that they are utilizing and explaining are are really the only way to implement these principles. And what I've found is that There is no one way. There is no one way. And as great as a teacher is, it's not their particular technique that makes them great. It's their approach. It's how they're pointing you, shining that light to the source, to the present moment, to God, to whatever you want to call it. So we get swept up trying to utilize a certain technique correctly in the law of attraction a lot of the time. And it screws us up because it limits us. And the nature of these principles is that they're limitless psychologically. They should be applied in this open way that is flowing and full of ease and full of abundance and very spontaneous usually. And when you get too wrapped up with a certain technique, for instance, Neville's techniques are something that I see so many people get totally wrapped up in where they're trying, as we've already gone over, they're trying to visualize something a certain way night after night or repeat a scene over and over again. And the imaginal quality of the technique loses all of its freshness. It loses all of its aliveness. Likewise, Kue, his techniques, particularly his auto-suggestion technique, If you're just saying every day, in every way, I'm getting better and better, and you're using that as an affirmation or using a similar affirmation like that, it can be hard to make that feel fresh day after day. Not for everybody, don't get me wrong, but, you know, as great as these techniques are, and they are wonderful LOA techniques, the techniques of Neville, the techniques of Kue, the techniques of all these, you know, masterful LOA teachers... As great as the teacher is, the technique can become stale. And we are hesitant to acknowledge that because, first of all, it seems maybe a little bit rude to the teacher to realize, you know what, this technique might be becoming stale. It must be me. It must not be the technique. It must be me. And it's not you. 
You know, it's the technique not working for you. It, it doesn't detract from the technique if it's not working for you as well as it you know, used to work or if it doesn't work for you as well as you thought it would. So it's not about the technique. It's, it's, it's simply about keeping it fresh for you. So that's, you know, one reason why we're, why we're, why we are hesitant to go away from a technique is we assume we're doing something wrong because we know the technique works for some people. And so we just figure it should work well for us, even if it becomes stale. And the second reason we're you know, hesitant to go away from a certain technique that sounds so promising is because traditionally how we're educated basically is that there's a certain way to do something, a technique that works and we have to follow it. And if we follow it for long enough, it will work for us. And, you know, that can be true with LOA as well with these techniques, but it's much easier if the technique seems fresh and alive to you. And that's why I always say we got to get beyond techniques a lot of the time. Because if a technique is working well for you consistently for months on end or years on end, it means it's a really good fit and it consistently feels fresh for you. You know, people who utilize Neville's imaginal techniques or utilize affirmations for years on end, it's because the technique is aligning well for them if they're getting good results. The problem is there's also people who are using these techniques for months or years on end and not getting the results they want. And they're causing themselves a lot of undue pain and stress by forcefully trying to apply a certain technique when they could be more open and spontaneous about it. I remember meeting with a hypnotherapist a number of years ago, and we were talking about affirmations, and she gave me this great bit bit of advice. She said, always keep it fresh. Always keep it fresh. That's so simple that we forget that. And I understand, and you understand, that there are learning curves with some of these techniques. But if you found that you're trying to do a particular LOA technique, like a Neville type of technique, or a certain kind of affirmation, or a certain kind of visualization or journaling technique or whatever it may be, and you find you've been doing that technique for several months or longer, and you step back and realize, you know what, I'm not getting the results that I thought I would get. At that point, it's worth considering more whether it's worth continuing with that technique. Because I would guess if you're not getting the results that you hoped for or any significant results at all, I would guess that you're not enjoying doing that technique any longer. I would expect that instead of feeling fresh and alive like perhaps it did at first, it's become stale and repetitive and monotonous. Now, doing, you know, very monotonous, almost mechanical techniques like affirmations does have its place, but it's kind of the last place we should go to. You know, if nothing else is working, it's okay to still, you know, do a rather mechanical recitation or affirmation every day. You know, I I talk about this in 5-Minute Finances, which was just a short guide that I wrote several years ago about um, stress management over money. The advice in that is basically the advice that Kuwait shares. You know, I, I said you could, you know, every morning and every evening basically do what Kuwait does, you know, say every day in every way I'm getting better and better. Or uh, if you want to specifically make it more about your finances, you could say every day in every way I'm getting wealthier and wealthier. And you could say that, you know, when you wake up and before bed, you know, 20 or so times in a relaxed, calm manner. And when you do an affirmation practice like that, 
you try to calm yourself, obviously. You try to feel good before you do it and while you're doing it. You try to be in that meditative, hypnotic state or whatever you want to call it. And you do the affirmation. And it might seem mechanical and monotonous a lot of the time. That is okay. That's fine. You know, and that's the kind of exercise that doesn't take a lot of time each day. And you can do that for months or years on end. Even if you're not seeing these gigantic results, it might be very subtle results you see from getting that, um, from doing that exercise. But again, that's like a last ditch type of technique. You're not a last ditch, but that's a very simplistic technique, you know, and the mechanicalness of it is fine because you're just trying to implant these beliefs into your mind. But there's much more effective, alive, and fresh techniques that you can use every day that you can find for yourself, that you can experiment with and discover for yourself. And what you're going to find is that this stuff can change. It might not be a particular visualization exercise every day that works for you or a particular longer affirmation exercise that works for you or a particular journaling exercise that works for you. It might vary. What keeps it fresh? What feels alive to you that moment, that day? See, you don't want that to be mechanical. You can do a minute or two or three or four of mechanical affirmations each day or visualization each day. But the much more important thing is getting to the source. You know, aligning with these principles and this idea of co-creativity, of creating with the source. What technique is allowing you to do that? In my guide, The Joy of Not Thinking, I I share several techniques that work for me. And these techniques are not like traditional LOA techniques that you hear about all the time. You know, for me, I know that movement or acting really goofy and moving around is going to align me with the source relatively quickly. Likewise, I know that if I speak out loud to myself, not in like an affirmation type way, but if I speak out loud to myself in a very informal way, where I'm just really running my mouth and talking to myself openly, I know that's going to align me with my higher self or whatever you want to call it. It's going to align me with the moment. It's going to align me with now and put me in a state that is very conducive to you know, more easily manifesting what I want in my life. It's going to make me feel good. So moving around or talking out loud to myself, that helps me do that. And those aren't traditional LOA techniques. Those are just things that I've experimented with and figured out over the years help me feel good and align me with this creative state. And like I feel that when I'm doing these exercises a lot of the time. And so it's not always going to be traditional, you know, meditative LOA exercises that work for you. Step out of the box and become more aware of what's going on moment to moment, as I'm sure most of you are already doing, and you'll figure out ways to better align with right now. Keep it fresh. Keep it fresh, you know? That's the best way, in my opinion, to really enjoy practicing the law of attraction is keeping it fresh and not getting bogged down by doing a certain technique you know, day after day, and oh, it's not working for me, I'm not seeing results. As I said, if you're not seeing results and you've been doing a technique for a while, meaning at least a couple months, change the technique. And what you're probably going to find is that a lot of these LOA teachers, even if they are extremely good, they overpromise what a particular technique is going to do for you. 
They say, if you do this one thing for a couple months, you should see this happen. And you're going to find that it might not happen for you. They weren't intentionally lying to you when they said, you know, that you'll see this in a couple months. It's just they weren't correct in saying that it's going to work for most people. There's no magical technique. We got to get beyond techniques. We got to keep it fresh. We got to stay in the moment and feel good more often. That's how to get these principles to better align with our life. That's how to feel more empowered, more free, more happy. And it's always a good idea to keep it fresh.